1: Brandon rhymes and welcome to the Consumer Quarterback show all about helping you win in any marketplace and we'd love to help you win in your real estate deals. As you know, this is the uh, Consumer Quarterback Show. I'm your host, Brandon Rhymes. Consumer Quarterback Show Platinum MVP Team at Keller Williams Realty. We like to feature our real estate listings on the show, and we help our sellers profit more and sell faster, utilizing our innovations with radio, TV, and Internet marketing. Uh, we got a hot property listing here at 4823 Tide Lane. This is a penthouse in Port Ritchie area, Gulf of Mexico views on the river with an on-site community pool. This is unit number 405 on Ebtide Lane. Beautiful property here uh, with uh, covered parking. You've got about 1,100 square feet. Currently set up as a one-bedroom, could easily be converted back to a two-bedroom property uh, just by adding a couple of walls. And you've got two bathrooms as well, your own private penthouse suite available at 4823 Ebtide Lane, unit number 405 in Port Ritchie. Beautiful waterfront listing from the Platinum MVP Team at Keller Williams Realty. You can see all of our listings at platinummvpteam.kw.com. This
2: is God's country.
1: I have to give a shout out to our sponsors here for the program Replenish IV Solutions, the science of nutritional balance. Say hello to Steven and Lisa Gunnan over at Replenish IV Solutions. It's a safe and effective way to boost your body's immunity. And uh, I love it. I go in once a month at least, and, and the nurse hooks me up with a vitamin infusion drip directly into my bloodstream, pumping in all the good stuff. And you can do that too. They can come to your home or office, uh, or they have multiple Bay Area locations. Replenish IV Solutions, longtime friends of the Consumer Quarterback Show. All right, coming up on the program, we've got Amanda Mackey. She's a candidate for U.S. Congress District 13 uh, right here in Tampa Bay. And we are going to be kicking off with Jared Parker here. Welcome in, Jared. Thank you. Economic consultant and a regional economic consulting group is your company. And mm-hmm. uh, a wealth of information, a big uh, history, and of course, in the movie industry, and also uh, a, you know development in terms of affordable housing, a lot of cool stuff to talk mm-hmm. about yeah man so let's jump into it so let's start off so we were i was introduced through captain will smith Mm -hmm. uh, captain will smith author of falling from the sky and ditches to riches and we're real excited to be uh working on uh his movie and and partnering up with uh david yates as a as a director or as a uh, producer rather not director uh producer and you know with his track record with the dolphin tail dolphin tail one dolphin tail two and the clearwater marine aquarium uh just a tremendous economic impact that that movie had can you expound a little bit about, you know, the impact of these movies and how that can really change the landscape?
2: Oh, the impacts have, there's a huge level of impact that some of these movies can provide. Uh, normally the way when we approach impact studies, what we do is we look at what's called a static analysis. And that means we're looking at what's the direct cash injection. Okay. And usually from there, we can kind of gather what the total impact's going to be in terms of jobs created, in terms of income produced, in terms of GDP, that's going to be added to the local area. So when you look at a movie, let's say you spend, I don't know, $100 million on a production. You're going to be talking close to two to $300 million in economic impact that that's going to filter out. And you're going to be talking tens of thousands of jobs. Then you get the extra ancillary benefits, things like tourism. Tourism is going to flow into an area because you have a lot of people across the state. And the movie has large enough reach across the world yeah. that are going to see these areas. And they're going to say, hey, I want to go there. I want to go sit at the beach. I want to go see... The aquarium where the uh, dolphins housed and, and, you know, go from there. Yeah. So it, they have huge, huge economic benefits
1: yeah. in the area. Yeah, absolutely. I think Dolphin Tale was huge as well because it was spanned over a certain amount of time. You had big-name actors as well. Uh, Harry Connick Jr., I think it was uh, Winona Judd or, mm-hmm. or Naomi Judd, one of the Judd oh, si- yeah. sisters or daughter there. And then you had um, Morgan Freeman. I mean, just when you have those big names involved, too, it really helps add that allure.
2: It's a, it's a real good marketing platform for the area. Right. And between that, and it just attracts so many dollars. If you get, let's say, 20% of the visitors to Florida come here for movies, and if you can steer that 20%, for example, this this year we have about 130 million visitors statewide that are coming here. If you grow 20% of those, so let's say 20 million, 30, 20 to 30 million people, if you increase that by 5%, you're you know you're talking another 2, 3 million people. Well, that's 10%, but you're yeah. talking some – heavy numbers and then you know each one of those individuals are going to spend three thousand dollars on average per person right because it's not cheap to come here right and that for the local community is a huge boom. Yeah, and it's just really good. Now, what are the
1: what are the politics behind this? It, it, you know, the, it, it seems obviously if you look straight like Hollywood, of course that that leans a lot less, you know, more liberal and, mm-hmm. and you know those types of leanings. Uh, but what about in Tallahassee? How do, how do you how do they look at the uh, movie industry? I know, you know over the last few years too, uh, Atlanta, Georgia has been mm-hmm. seen as like a hotbed. I think mm-hmm. they did some reorganization uh, up there to attract pe- you know people like Tyler Perry, and, and I know he's doing a lot up there with tv shows and movies
2: well uh, originally we had a tax credit in the state well, if you go back about 20 years florida was a top three to five film location okay. and it's always been like that going back to the 1920s and 30s because florida's always had a very exotic allure and when you uh, fast forward to 2016 we had a tax credit that expired it was a sales tax and you had a certain percent of whatever you spent here you got as a credit and the they they allowed the when I say they I mean the legislature, they allowed that credit to expire and the thinking was that Florida had a lot of natural advantages that would keep the film industry coming here. Well then Georgia had a counter credit, they offered twenty percent sales tax credit, and if you use their logo I think you get an additional ten percent. So mm. you get a total of thirty percent of whatever you're filming back back to the production right. and that's enough to counter any kind of environment we have down here especially when i can go to georgia film the movie and then take a picture of florida skyline and pretend the movie was filmed in florida right. but in reality it's not so it, for a couple years it was uh, the legislature was uh pretty cold to any kind of new uh, any kind of new credit coming into place that started to change in the past few years where now they're saying hey look georgia's beating us this is a major industry these are high paying jobs right. these bring a ton it's great for marketing the state which is great for our tourism and tourism is our primary industry here right so recent years they've started to uh, approach saying okay we might need something and one of the my company worked on a bill that was tied to a large 500 million dollar investment you get 20% of that back as a tax credit, mm-hmm. and, and it's every $500 million. So if you make a billion-dollar investment, you're going to get $200 million back. Wow. And we'll see where it goes, but it's going to take some time. But I do think within the next few years, the legislature Will be interested in offering incentives to bring the industry back to the state.
1: Yeah, it seems like it. It seems it seems like it's the right way to go. With just everything you mentioned, it's all it all works so well together with the tourism, the different pieces in play, the the business growth. Uh, uh, you know, some of those people are going to end up staying here, buying second mm-hmm. homes. So you got the real estate involvement, uh, title insurance, mortgage. I mean, it just kind of flows uh, down from that uh, space. Uh, we're talking with Jared Parker here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. He's an economic consultant and his uh, consultant. Consulting Group is Regional Economic uh, Consulting Group. I'm your host, Brandon Rimes, uh, top uh, real estate agent here in Tampa Bay, Keller Williams Realty, and talking about the economic impacts here of uh, the movie industry and, and movie and TV. And uh, so Captain Will Smith wrote his book, Falling from the Sky. Uh, just a really cool, uh, movie with lots of interesting scenes. And then I know he's been doing a lot as well, uh, working with the Bohemian, uh, government, helping out the folks in the Bahamas, especially after they had that horrible, uh, hurricane just last year. I think it was last year or the year before. I'm getting my years mixed up sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, you know, that, that storm just kind of stalled over the Bahamas and we were all like, oh my goodness. Uh, but yeah, so they ran some flights down there. He's made some, um, you know so so that's that's an interesting uh play there as well I think some of the scenes are gonna be filmed mm-hmm. uh, in the Bahamas so that's gonna be cool to see how that plays out absolutely yeah all right so let's let's talk so movie industry big big stuff I mean that's that's big stuff we talked a little bit about the state process uh, did did you want to add anything on as far as you know the way Tallahassee works and some of the different bills that are coming out
2: uh I mean there's there's a few different bills coming out the I mean, obviously, the big ones we've been involved with in the movie industry. We we actually were also involved with the university study, looking at uh, private colleges. So these are schools like University of Tampa, University of Miami. So these aren't small guys by any means. Yeah. And uh, we we helped um, work with the Association uh, ICUF Independent Colleges and Universities of Florida mm-hmm. to help measure the impact of of what they provide the state. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was interesting. It, it was a it was a um, You know, for a group that spends $6 billion a year, they impact the state to the tune of about $15 billion, provide almost a billion dollars in taxes. It was just a really good way to illustrate the importance of large projects and whether they are movies, whether they're universities, whether they're uh, just basic developments. Mm -hmm. um, That's that's something that we really like to provide and something that we really like to, to, information we like to create that they can then work with local governments, work with Tallahassee, work with whoever to help. To help the government get behind your own project to support it and help it move forward.
1: Okay, so for example, so you mentioned like the uh, University of Miami and, mm-hmm. and the other independent University of Tampa is a mm-hmm. private uh, independent college. Uh, so how do, how do you go about measuring that? It just seems like such an overwhelming uh, task, doesn't it? I mean, it's yeah. a lot of information to. <laughs> Together.
2: You, n- normally what we do is, is we kind of – this particular project, we approached it in about three different uh, angles. The first angle, we looked at their actual expenditures. So we look at how the, combine, the combined group, it's 30 total institutions. And we looked at how much are all these guys spending together, which was about $6 billion, $6 to $7 billion. Then the second angle we approached was, well, how, many, how much are their uh, students themselves spending? And so we went through and we figured out, okay, which students matter? Are students that are online taking classes from Georgia matter? Well, no. You filter those guys out. Are students in Florida that are, are living here, that have always lived here, regardless of the university, do they matter as much in terms of an impact, to the new impact to the economy? Not necessarily. So we then had to figure out how many students moved to the state right. that were uh, new money being spent in the state. So right. we then – Calculating the numbers of students and how much they're spending on average for things like food, rent, and whatnot. Added all that up, and then the last piece we, the last angle we approached it out was tied to um, degrees, and we looked at, okay, what are the what, what is the value of these degrees over the next thirty years? Mm, interesting. And so the combination, of the university itself was about the university plus student spending was about eight billion dollars. Wow. Then the economic impact of that was total of about sixteen billion, seventeen billion dollars, plus the taxes about about a billion, $1 billion two. Then uh, we looked at the degrees, and over thirty years, a single class graduating is going to provide about thirty billion to the economy. Wow. So it was a lot of money.
1: Yeah. Which is, is also
2: taxes, and and which is great for the local economy.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, wow, interesting, good stuff. Let's take a quick break here. When we come back more with Jared Parker here, economic uh, consultant on the Consumer Quarterback Show, and we'll be right back here. Uh, more with our consumer advocate uh, quarterback show here on the show, and our feel good story of the day coming up. We got Shaq buys large family a new van, and then he tips struggling waitress a thousand dollars. Find out about more about Shaq and and uh, his good deeds here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, consumerqb.com.
0: Hey, this is Grant Cardone, and you've been listening to the phenomenal Brandon Rhymes,
1: the Consumer Quarterback
0: Show. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894. Online at ConsumerQB.com.
1: Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP Team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rimes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. Have you desired more income and more freedom in your life? All right. Welcome back. Brandon Rimes here. Consumer Quarterback Show powered by the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Uh, we'd like to tell you about our real estate listings, and we've got a hot property listing here at one four six two six 4 Drive. lorridon uh, Drive. This is number 14. It's a million-dollar listing of ours, just over a million dollars. A great opportunity. You're on a private peninsula. Uh, you've got a, a great opportunity to own real estate here in Tampa Bay. Now, this property on Loredon is, uh, listed at 1.495 million. You got your private boat dock and just a great opportunity to own real estate. You got access to the beaches. Uh, you got the canals that, that take you right over to the beaches. If you have a Freedom Boat Club membership, of course, that's a lot of fun, uh, to enjoy out there as well. Uh, so this property at 14626 Loridon Drive, uh, number 14, brand new listing in Seminole, Florida, centrally located in Pinellas County great opportunity you can see all of our listings at platinummvpteam.kw.com the shining, the all right we got uh, we've got jared parker in the house economic consultant uh, regional economic consulting group is his uh, company biz name and you also got the website regional economic consulting.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so let's st- let move move on. We talked about the movie industry. That's cool. And the state processes and, and some of the bills, uh, but also affordable housing is a big issue right now. You know, we just, in yesterday's show, we talked about the flock to the red States. It was uh, the top 10 States that people are moving to, uh, which are the common, you know, you hear about Texas, Florida, Arizona, North Carolina, Georgia, Utah, and Tennessee, the top uh, States that people are moving from. California, New York, New Jersey, uh Connecticut and Illinois. So in Florida, of course, the, the topic comes up often is is affordable housing. You know, especially what I feel for, you know, the middle class. I'm always talking about the middle class, how the middle class is getting beat up and how how, you know, the the coronavirus and the Chinese virus all kind of, you know, really a lot of the stuff impacted the middle class more so uh, without going down too much of a bunny trail there. But you, when you look at, you know, affordable housing, what, what an important part that we really need to tackle uh, as a community
2: yes for, uh, as you just said with the population coming into florida that right now we have about 21 22 million people in the state their projections by 2030 they're looking at anywhere from 24 to 30 million people which is a large range but it's also because we've seen such huge levels of growth right. in the past couple of years so one of the ways that the state could address it and they they uh, the Florida Housing Association actually approached us last year to help them uh, get funding for their Sadowski Housing Trust Fund. Mm-hmm. The Sadowski Housing Trust Fund is a fund that's kind of broken down into two different areas. One area is for multifamily development and the other area is for single-family development. And the single-family development, you know, you're talking elderly that need help with repairs or down payments for houses. And then the multifamily is for low-income uh to help incentivize developers to help with their their own leveraging, to help the developer get the leverage through the fund. They can then develop the multifamily unit as long as the multifamily unit has a certain amount of units geared towards low income. Okay. And uh, so anyhow, we we worked with that. The, the original fund two years ago only received about $30 million, and that was tied to Hurricane, I believe it was Hurricane Michael funding, and uh, Hurricane Stress County. So it was very, very limited. And then last year, again, the association came to us. We helped them go from that that thirty million or so to about two hundred million. So we helped a huge boost in the funding, and it's statewide. And wow. on the it, it's a program. It's broken down into what's called ship and sail. The sale program is kind of is uh, coordinated by the counties. You kind of approach Hillsborough and you say, "Hey, I have this is this is my criteria. Do I meet what you need to receive uh, funding to help with the down payment on my home?" And the same thing with the developer. The developer approaches uh, the state, and they sit there and say, hey, look, this is what I'm building. This is what it looks like. It meets these three pieces. Can I have help with my down payment? Nice. Or my um – the C money
1: for leverage. The C money for leverage. So you're right. so you, so ship. I heard of. I feel like mm-hmm. I've heard of that one. That's mm-hmm. that's if you hit the uh, certain you know median incomes or lower. You know you qualify mm-hmm. income wise, and, right. and you have that that threshold that you hit. Uh, then they give you uh, either like I think it was ten or fifteen thousand something. You know right. uh, as far as a down payment, and then if you sell it in the first five years, I think you have to pay it back something mm-hmm. along those lines.
2: Exactly. They're they're very. It's basically very uh, almost zero interest
1: loans. Zero interest loans. Yeah. Right. So it's basically like a second lien. That you yeah. never really pay off unless right. you sell. And right. And then, then right. it's like, hey, you know, you didn't stay here. You told us yeah. this is, you're going to be here for a while. Exactly. And, and we get it. Circumstances change, things like that. So that's the ship program. And sale is the one for investors? Sale was the one for the investors, yes. Okay. So that's so. the one for the folks that are going to develop the land. They're going to buy the land. They're going to take on a lot of risk. Mm-hmm. They're putting their capital up. So they're asking for a small piece or a piece mm-hmm. of that down payment exactly. to be uh, basically um, uh, gifted by the government, right? The state government.
2: Right, yeah, they they get the piece, and then uh, they they give to they they receive it from the fund. They then can build their development, and yeah. it allows them to take some pretty large leverage too. I mean, the average right. that we found with this stuff was eight to one. And wow! So that allows a lot to be built.
1: Explain that leverage for my listeners out
2: there. Uh, I, I mean, it, it's if I'm if I get a million dollars, this is going to allow me to take an eight million dollar loan because it's right. guaranteed million dollars coming from the state. And right, you, you get that. Basically, you get the credit of the state behind your ability to go up lo- to, right. to uh, receive a loan.
1: Yeah. So if I'm a lends- lending institution, I say, wow, these, these guys are pretty solid. Not only do they have a, a really good, uh, you know, track record of, of, uh, you know, professionals involved with it on their board of directors, so to speak, mm-hmm. but they also have the state of Florida behind mm-hmm. with this, uh, you know, 5%, 10% down payment, exactly. et cetera. Exactly. Yeah. Pretty cool. We're talking with Jared Parker here on the consumer quarterback show. I'm your host, Brandon rhymes. And yeah, when we talk about affordable housing, that's another area too. uh, um, one of one of my passions one thing we're looking to set up right now with Captain Will Smith and uh Thomas Young Cons helping Cons and and uh you know, putting together the pieces because Thomas has done a lot of work helping uh, these these prisoners coming out of the systems, helping reduce the recidivism rate. Which, when I first heard that word, I was like, "What does that mean?" So, in essence, people coming out of prison not going right back into prison, coming a uh, burden on the state again, and, and of course, draining the resources that you can sometimes see. Uh, but this this fits right hand in hand with that because he talks about mentorship. Uh, both him and Captain will talk about mentorship. They talk about. Wanting to uh, hear it from somebody who's been there, who's been in prison, been in their shoes. But, yeah, so the the big part is housing and jobs, right? Right. Housing and jobs. So if we can figure out a a scenario to play out to help these folks, then I think that's going to be a win-win.
2: Yeah. And and that's what economic development is important for. Yeah. You sit there and you get the counties and the cities to, to create a way to attract business to the local area. You attract the businesses, and the businesses bring the jobs. Right. And that's that helps so many different ways. It has such huge ripple effects that affect every walk of life in Tampa. I mean, look at Tampa, for example, yep. where we were 20 years ago and where we are now. Right. That's because of the investment that's flown in here and really helped build the industries up. And once the industries get up, then, you know, everyone makes more money.
1: Right. And yeah. And there's jobs, you got the economic side, and then, you know, helping with these prisoners, finding jobs for them. You know, that's that's one of the challenges, too. But, uh, you know, putting these container ships, I got some calls into some folks down in uh, Manatee County that uh, Captain Matt Bruce put me in touch with. And, you know, so I'm kind of putting these pieces together and it's, it's a fun uh, journey. And, and I've been involved with, you know, other organizations that are similar, like Warwick Dunn Charities. Uh, he's been on our show several times over the years, Warwick Dunn, one of the uh, you know NFL Walton, Walter Payton Man of the Year, Buccaneer, Atlanta Falcon. And he's actually part owner of the Falcons now. But I think he's helped close to. 200 families now with his program, uh, homes for the heroes. And it was all based on his mother, but, but yeah, you know, housing is such a central part of not only, you know, the, the state, the company, but the, but the, the family growing together, you know, absolutely. And being a, being a force for good. Uh, so instead of having that renter's mentality, a lot of times people, if they can get into home ownership, uh, that really helps them have that self pride, you know, help, develop that healthy self-image that's going to help them be that much more successful in life. But we got about a minute left here. Final thoughts uh, back to you. How can people find you as well?
2: Uh, You you can find us through our website, again, www.regionaleconomicconsulting.com. On there, we have a list of services that we can offer. Uh, Again, we do policy, but we also do economic development and housing. And, you know, if you have a project that you need help with local governments or investor relations, just come to us and we can – Put your, we can put your project into numbers and help sell that to other people.
1: Nice, help quantitate that data. Here's mm-hmm. what it would look like, and then take it to the county, the city, the municipality, etc., the
2: state. Exactly. Yeah. So statistical validation.
1: There you go. I like that. <laughs> All right, good stuff, Jared. Thanks for coming in. Oh, thank you. All right, my pleasure. And uh, Jared Parker, check him out online regionaleconomicconsulting.com. And uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk to a candidate, Amanda Mackey. She is a candidate uh, for U.S. Congress District 13, local district here uh, in Tampa Bay, and, and talk to her about uh, what she sees as some of her issues, top issues uh, for uh, you know moving forward. Imm- immigration, inflation, probably going to be a big topic uh, to name a few here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We're taking a quick break. We'll be right back here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. This is Chris Voss,
0: former FBI lead, hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group, and you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show hosted by my friend Brandon Rice. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894 online at ConsumerQB.com. 1894.
1: All right, welcome back to the Consumer Quarterback Show. I'm your host, Brandon Rhymes. As you know, I'm a top 1% ranked real estate team here in Tampa Bay. My wife, Lindsay, and I uh, own a top team here uh, in the market. Uh, we love to help our sellers profit more and sell faster, utilizing our innovations with radio, TV, and Internet marketing. We've got a hot property listing, million-dollar listing here at 14626 Don Drive, uh, number 14 here in Seminole, Florida, Pinellas County, Waterfront, beautiful home. It sits on its own private, uh, basically almost an island. It's a peninsula here. It's raised up about twelve feet. Uh, but check out the beautiful photography online and the drone uh, videos that we put together from Fabre Frameworks, the award-winning real estate photography company that we work with. Uh, you got two bedroom, three bath, thirteen hundred thirty square feet, uh, double master layout, waterfront dock home. Fast access to the Gulf, five minutes to Indian Shores and Indian Rocks beaches. 180-degree views of the intercoastal waterway uh, right here in beautiful Tampa Bay. HOA covers the heated pool, tennis courts, landscaping, water, and trash. 14626 Loredon Drive, number 14 in Seminole. And this is a gorgeous real estate property listing. And you can see all of our real estate listings at platinummvpteam.kw.com. This
0: is God's country.
1: All right, so we have Amanda Mackey in the house. Welcome in, Amanda. Thanks for having me, Brandon. My pleasure. All right. So you are a candidate for U.S. Congress, uh, Florida District 13, and... um Let's start a little bit with your background, kind of introduce yourself. I think you said you were an attorney in your yeah. past or yeah. uh, currently yeah. an attorney still.
3: I guess you're always an attorney once and yeah. always an attorney. <laughs> Exactly. Um Well, thank you for having me on the show. I think it's really important for people to know who they're voting for because so many people don't even know the names of their members of Congress or state reps or mayors. Um, so thanks for the opportunity to talk about that. Uh, so my story is a little different. I was born in Iran. Uh, My family and I, we fled in 1979 when the revolution happened, and one day my father, who was very politically active against the Ayatollah, woke up and saw on the front cover of the major newspaper in the country his picture, Mm. and he knew, time to go, and I better go quickly. Because in that country, if they get you, they don't kill you. They torture you. Then they kill you. And so this is a 26-year-old man with an 11-month-old baby, me, and a young wife. and, and, And they fled. And we came here as refugees. Came to the United States, sought political asylum, waited our turn. My father was a surgeon in Iran, couldn't get a job as a busboy here. Wow. Why? Because there was so much anti-sentiment uh, when the hostages were taken, and right. it was a very tense time, and un- understandably so, but that's what we fled. Yep. And uh, my father couldn't get a job as a busboy. My mom uh, delivered Yellow Pages, put him through school. Eventually, he became a surgeon. He's a surgeon to this day. Cool. And uh, it's really the story of the American dream. Yeah. And that's what America's about. Yeah. It's about the American dream. It's about entrepreneurship. It's about people working hard. It's about not having limits because of your last name or how you grew up or if yep. you grew up poor. We don't have a caste system here. Right. Um, and that's what makes America wonderful. But what's happening right now with our government where we're incentivizing people to sit at home. Yep. And we can't get people to work. I've never seen anything like this in my 43 years on Earth. I've never seen anything like this. In fact, they talk about how uh, people who leave communism, they say, look at these shelves. They're empty. You'll never see that again because we're going to countries where you won't see that. Well, guess what? It's happening in America now. Yep. That's what's scary. So that's a little bit about my background. Um, My first job was in the Pentagon just weeks after 9-11. I'm a native Farsi speaker, obviously a very important language uh, that is spoken in Afghanistan and Iran, Uh, worked in the Pentagon, went on from there to become an attorney, worked on Capitol Hill trying to stop Obamacare. Uh, Due to my personal connection to diabetes, I worked for a diabetes company and set up diabetes prevention programs throughout the country. And lastly, I was a partner in a very large law firm and uh, thought, you know what? This country is worth fighting for. I gave up my career to do this, to make sure we have good messengers in the Republican Party. I feel like we kind of struggle with good messengers. Right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And we got, you know, a great governor in the state. Uh, We got a lot of good things going for us. It seems like there is still a lot of uh, political infighting, though, you know, between, you know, these so-called rhinos and then the the MAGA, you know, just like, it's interesting to see because I I almost ran for county commission. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of digging in, getting a little bit, uh, you know, entrenched and and, uh, opted not to. We just had a baby. So my wife and I just, we've got a seven- week old now so congratulations uh, thank you. that's yeah. really
3: little oh i know it's such a,
1: <laughs> such a fun time but uh yeah so so thank you for your you know stepping out and, and putting yeah. yourself because that's a big step just you know i was thinking about doing it here on a local level yeah. and i was like wow you know i'm interviewing yeah. with different people talking to chris sproles and some of these yeah. people they're saying hey get ready sure. you know it's going to be a tough fight and and uh you know you're going to get attacked by you know certain people and well, but yeah. It's not
3: just you; it's your family. It's right. anyone who's ever associated with you. It's very hard, yeah. and um, it's why you you see a lot of people just say, eh, "No, nope, not for me. Right. I'll 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 not do this." Right. But what's been really interesting is to see how many mama bears out there are running for school board yeah. and running and stepping up for those local offices where we really didn't have women come out for these local offices in droves the way they are now, but. Right. When you're teaching junk science in school and you're teaching race-based theories yeah. like critical race theory in school, you're going to get moms that are going to say, you know what? I'll give up my career to do this. Yeah. And um, and so I uh, I always say it's it's a very tough decision to make because it's a decision that affects everyone around you. Yeah. Um, but sometimes people, especially right now with what they're seeing, they're just jumping out in full force to make sure their kids aren't tainted because yeah. they're the children's minds are learning. They're like sp- a sponge. They're absorbing. Exactly. And what are they teaching in our schools? Thankfully, Governor DeSantis put a stop to critical race theory. But what about the children all across the country yep. um, who are having to learn race-based teachings? Yeah. It's
1: wrong. It's, it's the exact opposite of what Dr. Martin Luther King taught. You know, character, not the color of the skin, content of the character. It's just really asinine and it's, it's ridiculous. And, and there's so many uh, negative uh, adjectives that we could use to throw at it. And and you get into the, you try to get into the mindset of how how the left thought this would actually go, right? How how did they really think it would go? And, and you, know, you see it happening in New York and certain areas. There, there are you know okay. the the majority of, of those folks in, in that state. Unfortunately, uh, we don't see eye to eye to, to put it the least. But I think they're very you know to look at it uh, from a perspective of the 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 overwhelming majority of people believe that it is the content of the character not the color of the skin right yeah. and like you said earlier not judging on the last name yeah. uh, so I, I think they're a small percentage but they control a lot of levers of yes. government they control yes. levers in media in can, urban can you talk cities, about that? yes yeah, exactly
3: absolutely i mean look i um i wrote a piece on critical race theory that the washington times published last may and um i talk about how okay i i I was in AP chemistry, which is the highest level of chemistry you can take in in high school. So I worked very hard to achieve that. And so did an African-American gentleman. Um, he also happened to be a very successful um, athlete. Um, Allstate ended up playing for 10 years in the NFL, uh, played in, in college in the NFL. And this is someone who also was in AP chemistry, yet critical race theory says what? Your skin... Um, predetermines that you should not have to be even considered for this because it's unfair to you. It is unfair that we would teach this because you're going to fail at it. Well, guess what? He was not only successful academically, he was successful physically and in athletics. Who is the school board? Who is the government to say we're not going to teach that because it is racist against Hispanics? It is racist against black people. Last time I checked, we have uh, brain surgeons, we have engineers we have talent that is black that is asian that is hispanic that is all colors yeah and for them to teach this and even to t- give children flesh colored crayons so that they know that they're privileged because their color is a is shades lighter than others yeah. is awful to put them in a line and say oh do you live in a four bedroom <laughs> house then you move two steps forward yeah. you live in a one bedroom house move four steps backwards why should children even be teaching that? In the America that you and I grew up in, that's that's that would have never right. happened.
1: Yeah, you, you'd hear about communism. You'd hear about it, and you'd watch Rocky Four with, with Sylvester yeah. Stone beating up on the Russian, and you'd get happy about it. Uh, these <laughs> days, some of these people, I don't think they'd get happy. They'd say, oh, well, he shouldn't be beating up on the Russian. Uh, it's it, but, it's not it,
3: the real world. Your, exactly. your seven-week-old should know that the real world is going to be tough. Yeah. And everyone getting a medal and everyone getting a trophy yeah. isn't
1: the real world. That's right. Absolutely. We're talking with Amanda Mackey, uh, candidate for Florida District 13 here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. I'm your host, Brandon Rimes. A uh, lot of a lot of things to cover. So, um, you know, immigration is such a big part the southern border being open, drugs flying over. I just interviewed uh, yesterday's show. We had U.S. Institute Against Human Trafficking, John Long mm-hmm. on the program. And he was talking about some of the statistics, some of the numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, just the southern border being blatantly just ignored by this current uh you know, regime, I call it a regime, a illegitimate regime at that. Um, pretty crazy.
3: <laughs> so I'll tell you this. Um, I'm the only candidate in my race that has been to the southern border. Um, I went to the border and interviewed a Democrat sheriff and I asked him, I went about two weeks after Kamala Harris did. Remember when she supposedly went to the southern border, when right. she went to El Paso? Yeah, she a fortified border, wall built, Customs and Border Patrol agents everywhere. Um, and she said, hey, I'm at the border, which yeah. is just baloney. And I said, I asked this Democrat sheriff, I said, why did she say she went to the border? He said she didn't. I said, why isn't she here where you and I are standing, where the wall is completely undone? Exactly. It, there's still four miles left to be built. There's material sitting, all the materials paid for. The vendor has been paid for. Yet this wall is open. I can walk right across basically a jungle gym. I mean, I could climb across it. And when I asked him, he said, because she doesn't want to see the problem that she has to fix. That is what is happening with our government. She is the border czar. But she's nowhere near the border. She is not actually seeing the problems that are happening and right now the way that i view our country this is an open border country right now it is a lawless country where people are allowed to come through and then the what the sheriff said is you know we have them here we don't know what to do we try to get them a bus ticket to get out yeah and for someone like myself who legally immigrated we waited 15 years to become citizens it's deeply insulting and what a slap in the face to those Americans who legally immigrated here yeah. and waited their turn.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a slap in the face to a lot of people, the people that were getting locked down, lost their jobs, mm-hmm. put on the the face diaper, you can't come in, you know, the, those types of things. But they're not focused on the southern border with that. They're flying late night flights all yeah. over the place. Project Veritas has done a great job with exposing a, a lot of these different um, you know, just just political craziness, really, mm-hmm. and they and they want the border open. Uh, inflation is another one. Uh, Luke, we got to take a quick break, but sure. I want to ask you about you know inflation and and just the the tax on the middle mm-hmm. class is just Absolutely. killing a lot Absolutely. of people. Uh, coming up uh, more with Amanda Mackey here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, candidate, uh, District Thirteen, Florida, District Thirteen here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Plus our feel good story of the day: Shaq buys large family a new van, then tips struggling waitress a thousand dollars. We'll be right back here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. This is Warwick Dunn, and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback Show, hosted by my man, Brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon,
0: call 813-917-1894, online at
1: ConsumerQB.com. Looking for a venue to host your next business or family event? Make it Largo Event Center. The Consumer Quarterback Show has used the Largo Event Center, and the hall and service you get is fantastic. Over 8,500 square feet of meeting space, perfect for events, expos, and trade shows. Upstairs offers space for smaller meetings and groups to include use of their lounge and game room. Plenty of room outside for car shows or food truck events and concerts. Largo Event Center is just west of US-19 on 126th Avenue. For booking and details, visit Largo Event center.com that's largo event center.com or call guy at 727-776-3442 you're listening to the
0: consumer quarterback brandon rhymes cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in tampa bay Online at ConsumerQB.com.
1: All right, welcome back. Brandon Rimes here, Consumer Quarterback Show. Oh, every day we like to tell you something good on our show and, and a positive, uh, little positive story for you. Tell me something good. So NBA legend Shaquille O'Neal performed a series of good deeds this week, including a surprise visit with a family of eleven. Carissa Collins and her husband, children of not have nine children, and her popular Instagram, the Collins Kids, uh, has more than three hundred fifty thousand followers. Uh, she wrote that sub, uh, Shaq surprised her family, took them to dinner, bought them a couple of much needed vehicles. She says, "I have no words right now today. Shaq blessed us like never before, like literally no words." She quote, uh, she wrote, end quote, and uh, she took them out to dinner. Uh, Shaq took him out to dinner eating dinner with the family at Babe's Chicken and then he took us over to a Mercedes dealership, bought a new family 15 passenger van so she so got the, it uh, sounds like a sprinter van, one of the sprinters. Uh, they had outgrown their 12 passenger van and then he also took them to dinner at the Rainforest Cafe where he paid for another table's entire meal not knowing that they were from out of state and here on a mission on missions and then he also tipped the waitress $1,000 when her car broke down and they also went to the Ford dealership because the husband's truck had been without air conditioning and heat for a while. So he took him to the Ford dealership and blessed them with another truck. And she quoted as saying, thank you, Shaq, times a million. Uh, so there's <laughs> your feel good story of the day. Uh, we got Amanda Mackey uh, in the house here running for uh, District 14, uh, 13, rather, Florida District uh, 13, uh, U.S. Congress. So, yeah, let's let's jump into to inflation. Inflation is, like, is considered as a tax on the poor. It helps the wealthy. It helps a lot of the elites. And that's really what we've got going on here in this country. We've got a party, uh, an entrenched, uh, call it a deep state, administrative state, whatever you want to call it. Those folks have been uh, put in place uh, over the Clinton campaigns, the Obama administrations, rather. Uh, and, And then, you know, of course, a lot of them fought Trump tooth and nail. And he still got so much done during his four years as president of the United States.
3: Well, inflation is a very scary thing because so many people live on a fixed income, and we and our immediate reaction is, well, yeah, the, the little old lady who is retired and lives on that fixed income, well, yeah, but to your point, so did the middle class. Yeah. I mean, you're not getting a bigger paycheck because the price of milk went up 40%. right? Um, and so this absolutely is a tax, but you talked about this earlier in the segment, you talked about um, housing. Yeah. And think about how many veterans live in Pinellas County, where I'm running. Um, just this area has a lot of veterans, whether it's Hillsborough or Pinellas. How can they afford when the price of rent has gone up 20 percent over the last year? Yeah, And that's... so the inflation is the highest of anywhere in the country in this metropolitan area of Tampa Bay. Good point. Yeah. It has gone up the most in a 12 yeah. month period. And um, the certainly the uh, incomes have not kept up to pace with that. And that's what's scary is that people are having to rely on um, a fixed income to continue to try to live when the price of everything has gone up double digits. Right. Go to your shelves in the supermarket, as I said, and they're not stocked. People can't get things anymore. Things Mm. are limited. We're having a vigil tonight for the people of Ukraine. And I went to buy candles. We don't have candles right now i went to target went to michael's i went to walmart there are no candles Mm. and so people are it's not only just the difficulties of the cost of everything it's also the lack of things in in the market that we used to have in 13 months of joe biden look where our country has gone yeah we've gone from being a state with a, a country with a wall and and the continuation of the wall to stopping the wall yep we had the Keystone XL Pipeline. That stopped. And immediately, what happened? It was predictable. Gas prices went up and they continue to go up. I drive a diesel. Diesel's at $4 right now.
1: Let me let me interject because I just heard something very cool from Dennis Prager, who's a mm-hmm. staple on our station here, 860. Sure. I was listening to Steve Bannon's podcast. Dennis Prager came on and he said uh, he was going through the different fallacies of the left basically and he said the biggest thing that the left always says is, is about the environment right and they go right to fossil fuels want to beat up on fossil fuels so dennis was saying something to the effect that well why not go nuclear then nuclear is clean and they but they don't want to do that they want to talk about windmill farms and they want to talk about all these other things sea level rise but they still buy the the oceanfront properties yes. but they so they They'll they still, cut but- off our oil to you know
3: Well, I mean, I remember John Kerry. I mean, John Kerry is the biggest culprit here. I mean, he travels on a private jet and yet he complains about, you know, green technology and green energy and how we're polluting the air. while you're doing it, dude. Yeah. Um, You know, and so I think that. Really, when you when you look at what the left is doing, they're just pandering to the progressive base of their party. Right. Because who funds this party? George Soros does. Yeah. So they just kowtow to whatever George Soros is pandering. And what's so fascinating is that George Soros has gotten involved in so many local races now yeah and so when you think about like the sheriff's race in pinellas county last year or da's races state's attorney's races why is he getting involved in a pinellas county state's attorney's race yep because if you can get people to not prosecute as we're seeing in california as we're seeing in new york then you basically defund the police without defunding the police right right so that's how they're doing it. They undermine just,
1: the whole system absolutely. of checks and balances of rules absolutely. and laws and the law of an order. So, yeah, he's doing that. Uh, what about locally in Pinellas? What's some of our biggest issues? Uh, we've got about three minutes left. Okay. Um,
3: I would say, you know, one thing I hear over and over, and it's great because I'm totally on board with this and always have been for my days of working in Congress, term limits. Yeah. I think term limits are hugely important. I think it is important because it signifies confidence to people that you're not going there to just get rich off of being a politician. You're going there to actually do something, lead, do what's right, and get out. Right. And uh, I, I 100% agree with this. There was, a, there was a senator when I worked in Congress, and his name was Tom Coburn. He's about the only person who ever uh, lived up to the term limit pledge that he had, which was two terms, and he got out. And I think that would restore a lot of confidence. And he would always say it's uh – there's 20 percent of Americans that agree they, they support what Congress is doing. The 20 percent must be our family members, right? Because who, who really <laughs> yeah. thinks that? So I think term limits is really important. Inflation, certainly inflation, getting people back to work. That's really important. Yeah. Red Tide hit the district, uh, hit the county um, pretty badly this summer. Yeah. So making sure that we have uh, measures in place for Red Tide. I mean, yes, people and they're like, I don't know what Red Tide is mm-hmm. caused by. We're spending millions of dollars dollars the government is studying this but yet we have no answers for people yeah i think that's also important but the wall is important too people want to know that they're secure that this country is secure yeah. because it may be happening in texas but guess where they're coming according to Ron DeSantis, 70 percent of them are coming to florida why go to the interior of a state it's all agriculture and there's jobs
1: right yeah a lot of orange groves i grew up in a Small town Cattle? called Labelle down in Hendry County. Yeah. yeah, small country town. A Arc- lot of- Arcadia.
3: I mean, that's yep. that's where that's where they're going. So uh, these are the types of things that that worry people. But I think the biggest driver right now is the cost of your home. The cost of rents, the yeah. cost of fuel, the cost of groceries, that's what's
1: worrying people. And, and real quick, too, when you think about the, the hedge funds that are buying inventory, you think about Blackstone, BlackRock, Larry Fink. You think about the ESG scores that basically is a short way around. It's a it's a quick way around uh, environmental, social and government. So they're basically putting in the green new policies, the wokeism mm-hmm. yeah. into those companies. They're coming in, buying up our inventory, paying cash, turning around, rent it back to you and I as, as uh, middle class citizens. Again, um, so it, it's a frustration for a lot of people.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know the the corporate America has gone woke, and we yeah. saw that with uh, the uh, All Star Game for right. baseball last year, and uh, it just continues to happen. So um, it, it would be really good to have a check and balance on our government, which we don't have right now. So That's my right. hope is that we win back this Pinellas seat. I will be representing hopefully next year and be able to really stop Biden and stop Soros and the Democrat machine from continuing to control our country, which is what they're doing right now. I
1: like it. That sounds good. How can folks find you and support you?
3: Amanda Mackey, m a k k i dot com. Contributions are always welcome. Sign up on my Facebook page, Amanda Mackey for Congress and uh, Instagram and Twitter. Same thing.
1: Awesome. Amanda Mackey, thanks for coming in. Thank you. Keep up the good work. All right, we want you to please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. Do something kind for one another. Be a force for good in the community. And we'll see you next time right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com.
0: You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Call Brandon Rhymes at 813-917-1894. That's 813-917-1894. 813-917-1894. online at ConsumerQB.com and join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show.